Section one of the Fairy Tales of Charles Perrault. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Fairy Tales of Charles Perrault by Charles Perrault. Translated by Robert Samber and J. E. Manchin. Little Red Riding Hood. Once upon a time there lived in a certain village a little country girl, the prettiest creature was ever seen. Her mother was excessively fond of her, and her grandmother doted on her much more. This good woman got made for her a little red riding hood, which became the girl so extremely well that everybody called her Little Red Riding Hood. One day her mother, having made some griddle cakes, said to her, "'Go, my dear, and see how thy grandmamma does, for I hear she has been very ill. Carry her a griddle cake and this little pot of butter.' Little Red Riding Hood set out immediately to go to her grandmother, who lived in another village. As she was going through the wood, she met with Gaffer Wolf, who had a very great mind to eat her up, but he durst not because of some faggot-makers hard by in the forest. He asked whither she was going. The poor child, who did not know that it was dangerous to stay and hear a wolf talk, said to him, I am going to see my grandmamma, and carry her a griddle cake and a little pot of butter from my mamma. Does she live far off? said the wolf. Oh, ay, answered Little Red Riding Hood. It is beyond that mill you see there, and at the first house in the village. Well, said the wolf, and I'll go and see her too. I'll go this way, and you go that, and we shall see who will be there soonest. The wolf began to run as fast as he could, taking the nearest way, and the little girl went by that farthest about, diverting herself in gathering nuts, running after butterflies, and making nosegays of such little flowers as she met with. The wolf was not long before he got to the old woman's house. He knocked at the door. Tap, tap. "'Who's there?' "'Your grandchild, Little Red Riding Hood,' replied the wolf, counterfeiting her voice. "'Who has brought you a griddle cake and a little pot of butter sent you by mamma? The good grandmother, who was in bed, because she found herself somewhat ill, cried out, "'Pull the peg, and the boat will fall.' The wolf pulled the peg, and the door opened, and then presently he fell upon the good woman, and ate her up in a moment, for it was above three days that he had not touched a bit. He then shut the door, and went into the grandmother's bed, expecting Little Red Riding Hood, who came some time afterwards and knocked at the door, tap, tap. "'Who's there?' Little Red Riding Hood, hearing the big voice of the wolf, was at first afraid, but believing her grandmother had got a cold and was hoarse, answered, "'Tis your grandchild, Little Red Riding Hood, who has brought you a griddle cake and a little pot of butter. Mama sends you.' The wolf cried out to her, softening his voice as much as he could, "'Pull the peg and the bolt will fall.' Little Red Riding Hood pulled the peg and the door opened. The wolf, seeing her come in, said to her, hiding himself under the bedclothes. Put the cake and the little pot of butter under the bread bin, and come and lie down with me. Little Red Riding Hood undressed herself and went into the bed, where, being greatly amazed to see how her grandmother looked in her nightclothes, she said to her, Grandmamma, what great arms you've got! That is the better to hug thee, my dear. Grandmamma, what great legs you have got! That is to run the better, my child. Grandmamma, what great ears you have got! That is to hear the better, my child. Grandmamma, what great eyes you have got! It is to see the better, my child. 
Grandmamma, what great teeth you have got! That is to eat thee up. And saying these words, this wicked wolf fell upon poor little Red Riding Hood and ate her all up. The Moral From this short story, easy we discern what conduct all young people ought to learn. But above all, young, growing Mrs. Fair, whose orient rosy blooms begin to appear, who, beauties in the fragrant spring of age, with pretty airs young hearts are apt to engage. I'll do they listen to all sorts of tongues, since some enchant and lore like siren songs. No wonder, therefore, tis, if overpowered, so many of them has the wolf devoured. The wolf, I say, for wolves too sure there are, of every sort and every character. Some of them mild and gentle-humoured be, of noise and gall and rancor wholly free, who tame, familiar, full of complacence, ogle and leer, languish, cajole and glance, with luring tongues and language wondrous sweet, follow young ladies as they walk the street, even to their very houses, nay, bedside, and artful, though their true designs they hide. Yet, ah, these simpering wolves, who does not see, most dangerous of wolves indeed they be. End of Little Red Riding Hood